Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krause explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds. We have been focusing on physicians for the last several weeks who have done amazing things, whether it be in their career, maybe it be as a side gig, helping others. And today we're going to continue that theme. I have Dr. Jen Barna, who is a radiologist. She has also started doc working and is a fellow podcast host. Welcome to the show, Dr. Barna. Thanks so much, Tammy. It's great to be here with you. Please call me Jen. Well, we were talking before the show and I had no idea how fascinating you are and really how much you've done to help other physicians. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've done with doc working? Well, I am a practicing radiologist and on my personal journey to try to find a way to balance my life outside of work with my work, I began exploring business and found coaching, which was a huge game changer for me. I had sorted through a lot of things to help me to deal with burnout. And I thought I had solved a lot of the problems, which I had solved a number of them. But when I started working with coaches, which I was able to gather a group of experienced coaches who had been working with physicians for a year, it made for many years, it made such a huge difference to me in terms of recognizing so many possibilities and ways to accelerate progress toward what mattered most to me. And these, there were so many concepts that they introduced to me that I had just never, I had never come across in medicine. And I think we're really taught in a culture of self-neglect, basically. True. And so to unlearn that was really huge for me. And it's something that I continue to work on. And it was such a mind-blowing experience that it made me want to be able to find a way to bring this to other people. And so I started doc working by gathering some of the highly experienced, best-known coaches out there to bring to physicians to create programs where people can come in, they can have a sense of peer-to-peer support, community, they can have access to these tremendous coaches, they can do self-directed courses to help them strengthen their resilience and build skills to help them support themselves and take care of themselves in ways that are meaningful to each individual person. And in the course of doing that, we also have created some different levels of subscriptions. And one of them involves one-on-one coaching all the way down to a full spectrum of courses. And all of the subscriptions now include a 24-7 confidential care line, which I think is really a game changer for us as physicians because it's a confidential care line that's staffed by counselors who are experienced with master's and PhD level training. You can call it 24-7. It doesn't require any kind of insurance. 
doesn't leave a record. And the idea behind everything that I'm doing is just to provide resources to people that they can use throughout their careers. The idea is to prevent burnout and to give us a skill set and resources with access to those all the time from as early as possible throughout our whole careers so that people can take a shortcut and not have to go the long path that I did of trying to figure it all out for myself and ultimately realizing that if I had only known about these various things sooner, I could have gotten to a better place in a much earlier time in my career. And part of that is financial as well. And so I really, really love what you're doing with this podcast and bringing experts in who can talk about important concepts for us to understand as physicians related to finances, because similar to learning self-neglect early on, we also don't learn anything about, I True. Don't speak for myself, but I didn't learn anything about finances. And I think there's so much value in being able to understand what we are doing with our finances, but most importantly, to get ourselves into a safe place of stability where our decisions related to our work and our work-life balance don't have to hinge upon a paycheck coming every month. I think, you know, not only are we taught self-neglect, the patient comes first, the clinic comes first, the hospital comes first. You can work 30-hour shifts and you're weak if you can't, you know. That's such a mindset that we're put into in training. But furthermore, most of us are tethered to medicine when we come out with these huge student loan debts and have no idea how in the world we're ever going to get out from under $250,000 in debt. And that's a house payment for most of us. But yeah, trying to teach people how to get to financial independence. And that doesn't mean that you have to own three mansions and four yachts. It just means that you have control over your life again. You can make that decision to go part-time or try a new career. And I had no idea how much you were doing with Doc Working to help people not only on the financial side, but the mental health side. So I would love to hear, do you mind if we talk more about the mental health side for just a few minutes on your confidential sure. care line? Oh, sure. I'd love to. I know... And I'll give a little bit here, but again, I guess I was afraid to make it public a year and a half ago, but I was in a pretty dark spot at the time and I was afraid to reach out because I didn't want that record made. I didn't want to have to check that box on the form when we fill out licensure that maybe I'd had a mental health issue or the disability insurance box. And so I just didn't get the help. And I feel like so many of us are in that same space. What have you done with that confidential care line? How are you helping physicians get past these barriers? Well, I think one point that is really important to all of us is to understand that this kind of support is something that we don't have to wait until we're at a crisis level to take advantage of. Every single person on the planet could use a care line that they could call and speak with an experienced counselor on everyday kind of matters. You know, it, it can be things like stress management, time management, anxiety management. It can be more serious things, PTSD, which I think a lot of us have a sure. component of. 
eating disorders, substance abuse, those things are okay to call about too. But the idea behind creating this and bringing it as part of our what we offer to physicians is that we should have an arsenal of tools and resources available to us throughout our entire training and careers that we can access all the time ongoing so that we never get to that place of having a crisis and being burned out. The idea is that there are ways to help ourselves, even in the setting of a very broken system. We're not broken as people. We're not broken as physicians. We came to this work because we care about people and we want to be able to help people. And there are issues in our system where we may feel disconnected from that purpose based on how the system is working at the moment. But there are things that we can do to take some control. There are places in our lives where we can take control. So even though we may feel overwhelmed by what we face on our daily schedule at work, there are things we can learn and ways of communicating that we can learn to help us to see where we have agency and where we can affect our day-to-day lives in a positive way that pushes us toward what matters most to each of us. And these tools are tools that we can be using all the time. And when we learn how to use them, it's kind of like going to the gym and learning how to use the equipment. I look at it like an ongoing lifelong journey. What I'm trying to accelerate toward right now may be different from what I care about 10 years from now. So that is always changing. But also these skills are always developing. It took me several years really of just even trying to understand the concepts and apply them. And it would be like a light bulb would go off. I would come to a coaching session and hear a concept that I've heard several times before, but now I'm seeing it in a different light. So I really think it's important for people to have access to these tools in an ongoing way. If you're able to go to a retreat or a lunch and learn or something like that, that really inspires you, that's fantastic. But you've got to have the support behind that to continue to build on that. Otherwise, it kind of, it's like a just a flash, you know, just a flash True. that sort of fades away. What we're trying to do is provide people that kind of ongoing support. And with the confidential care line, When people subscribe to any of even our lowest cost subscription, which is probably less than the cost of having one lunch out a month, which we most of us don't think twice about doing, you can support yourself in this kind of way. Even my team doesn't have any idea who calls the care line. It's a resource that's available 24-7. So no matter what shift you're working, no matter when you're finding yourself with a question that you could use some support around. It can be a resource to you for simple things in your everyday life, like relationships, negotiating boundaries, or learning how to best communicate something with your boss or someone at work where maybe you're feeling some conflict and you want to be able to communicate effectively with them, or you're feeling a lot of stress and you want some help negotiating that all the way to more serious things like we mentioned before. So it's a big spectrum and it's just 
it's just another resource that can be really meaningful and powerful to have at your fingertips. I kind of think of it like a lifeline in your pocket, not just to the care line, but also to the peer support in the whole community. Just, I think you mentioned, you hit on something that is really critical and that is that feeling of isolation when you are, when you're noticing some symptoms of burnout or maybe you're aware that maybe you're seeing yourself on a path toward a crisis and you can see, I think a lot of us, we don't feel comfortable talking with our colleagues about it because as far as we know, they're all just doing well. Stay ever. (laughs) Everything's great because none of us wants to admit it to each other. And so we, and also we're so busy at work that we don't have time to talk about anything personal. True. And nowadays, I think a lot of us are not getting together outside of work because the work is so grueling and we have families that we want to go home to. And since we're not really talking about it at work, we're afraid to admit it. And we're afraid that it'll weaken people's perception of us in some way. When in reality, many, many of us are facing, I mean, really, the vast majority of us are facing all these same issues and questions and concerns. And we have a lot more in common with people than we realize. It can feel very isolating. And so it's really helpful to to have a group of people that you can talk to outside of work and know that they're physicians too. You know, the peer group is physicians all across the country. And to realize, oh, I thought that I was alone in this. And it turns out I'm not. And what was blowing up to be huge in my mind, maybe once I start talking about it, is is not as big of a of a barrier as I thought. I think we probably all go through, you know, this cycle at some point in our career and probably multiple times in our career, to be honest with you. And I guess thankfully we don't all hit that same low spot at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you read, and I don't have the statistics in front of me, but there was a Medscape article that came out, I think in March, and it talked about physician suicide. And from memory, it seemed like one in 10 have either, either tried or thought about, you know, committing suicide. So if 10% of us get to that level on the pendulum, it really tells me that most or all of us, you know, have somewhere on the it would be nice to have someone to talk to part of the of the cycle as well. So I love what you've done with this confidential care line. That is just amazing. I think everybody could probably benefit from that. And, you know, one thing that I think is important for people to understand is I'm not a I'm not a counselor. I don't run the team of counselors. I work, I partner with a psychologist who's experienced, who has he chooses who the people are on his team. He's phenomenal. And so I see myself as just bringing together these resources. And the idea is, again, just so that we can have some support all the way through and find our own way as individuals, you know, in knowing what, what our choices are in a, that helps us to stay connected to the meaning and purpose that really makes life worth living. You know, you had also mentioned that in coaching, sometimes people come to you and they think, I'm just done with medicine. I can't do this anymore. And 
interestingly, through coaching, sometimes they continue on that path and they get out of medicine and they do something different. But other times the coaches are able to help them realize that they love medicine, but maybe they need a change in whatever, some aspect of their career. Can you talk a little bit more about, you know, how coaching has helped some people either love medicine or get out of medicine to kind of help them on their journeys? Sure. I think that the ultimately what makes people decide one way or the other on that depends on how they define their own personal values, meaning what matters most to them and where they see agency, where they can find, again, that control in their environment. Because I think a lot of people get to a point where they feel like I have no control. I feel overwhelmed all the time. I feel stressed all the time. And they don't have the skills to know what to do about that or how they can change it. And so they say, I think on the path I'm where I am on this path, I can see that I'm headed toward a crisis. And in order to prevent getting to that point, I'm going to step off this path, which is a logical way of thinking. Sure. The thing is, there are a lot of other options, a lot of options that we have as physicians. And we may not be seeing all of those options when it, when we're not talking with other people, trusted thinking partners, whether that's friends, colleagues, peers, coaches, people who can help us talk through and understand what our options actually are. Once people really begin to see where they have agency and where they have so many more options than they realized, then they can make a decision based on what specifically fits for them. And a lot of times, it I've seen a lot of people who will come in saying, I think I have to leave. And ultimately, once they've sorted that through, which for a lot of people is not a long process. I've seen people turn this around very quickly. But once they begin to sort that through, then they often will come back and say, I've decided I don't have to leave. You know, I just needed to do these things to make this work for me. And you mentioned when we were talking before the podcast started that you've gone part-time, for example. I think that can be one of those options that can be a game changer for people. For me, that was amazing. And it takes me back to that feeling of financial independence. I don't own 12 yachts and I'm not, you know, vacationing in Italy every other month, but was financially able to go part-time. And I love my job. I love my partners. I even love my patients and their families. Again, it has given me, it's reminded me why I went into medicine in the first place to be able to step back and have a little more time to do other things, including this, which I love. This has been so fascinating, learning all of these things along the financial pathway and bringing this information to other people. But yeah, for me, part-time was the answer and it's been phenomenal. I love what you're saying too about just living your life as you're going along and being in a financial safe place, what I, I call financial independence. But that doesn't necessarily mean wealthy at all. Right. It just means figuring out 
a place? What financial position do you have to get yourself to to be able to know that you have a safety net? Right. And I had the ability to make choices for myself. I wasn't stuck. I didn't have to stay. So yeah, I love that. Empowering. Definitely. It definitely is. I think it's a huge step in preventing burnout because if you, it just opens up so many options. It does. For you. It allows you to choose what means the most to you. And I think there are people in the healthcare industry who are running things that are upset that physicians are choosing to go part-time and saying, you know, we don't have enough physicians to go around if people start going part-time. But the truth is that for many people, if they have the option to go part-time now, there may be a time in their lives later when they may choose to come back to full-time. Mm -hmm. And it's important for people to have that choice as individuals. And so we, ha we have to support each other in recognizing as physicians, we need to be here for each other to support each other to make those kind of choices so that we can make this a, a sustainable career. I think as a community, we're starting to talk about these things more and probably Facebook and the internet has helped us more than anything just to have these conversations. Are you able to reach out or do you have a lot of connections the younger doctors, you know, the ones who are in residency programs or new attendings to try and get this message out to them, to try and get them to this financial independence sooner than what you, maybe you and I made it. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I really, it's really a, a big mission of what I'm doing is to try to reach people as early as possible. And it's a whole spectrum of people, people from pre-med really all the way up to retirees that can benefit. And I definitely agree with you about the earlier, the better, just because Absolutely. It, it just can change your whole trajectory to have some, some basic understanding of financial literacy, as well as these concepts of how to put yourself in the best position so that you are in control of your own choices and your own path and your life to the greatest extent possible. Can you talk a little bit about, I know you have this entire program set up to help people beyond coaching, beyond the mental health side of it. How else are you doing it? Financial, career counseling, I guess what all would be included in a package? Maybe that's a better way to ask the question. Well, I'm trying to deliver a lot of resources to people outside of any package just so that they can follow the Doc Working the Whole Physician podcast and get a tremendous amount of content and resources there. Then we do have subscriptions where people can, at the lowest cost, they can come in to get the 24-7 care line and they get a weekly one-minute success coach video from our top success coach, Jill Farmer. And this is just a way to give you, no matter how busy you are, one minute that will help you to notice one specific thing that you can change right away. And it gives you something to think about. And then inside of our portal, 
with that program, you have a lot of other options that you can choose a la carte if you want to add those on like small group coaching courses, again, that are available to you. And then we're just building up, continuing to build out additional resources like access to financial planners and attorneys and accountants, things like that. We're trying to make it, really my goal is to make it so that it helps to decrease decision fatigue so that at the end of the day, if you need a financial planner or if you need an accountant, you don't have to start from nothing and sort through millions of people in the world to try to figure out who the best person is. At least you can narrow it down and begin in a place that you trust with who we would personally use and to our best of ability, you know, that's who we narrow our list down to. And that's wonderful. You know, save some time there. I've had some people say, you know, I want to come over there and find out, you know, everything. (laughs) My meal plan, I want my nanny, you know. (laughs) So the resources are growing. We're at the beginning of that. So I really love hearing from people and what they want. And we're just trying to provide that. That's wonderful, Jen. You've just done such an amazing job bringing these resources. You're right. Trying to find all of these individuals, you know, out of a huge haystack can just be overwhelming. So this is great. Yeah. At the end of the day, I know personally that it can be difficult to even figure out what what to cook for dinner. <laughs> because <laughs> True. Just, you've made so many decisions through the course of your through the course of your day. And for a lot of us, there are life and death decisions that we're making. At the end of the day, you just who cares what you have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> but it matters. So it's <laughs> not it's a dilemma. <laughs> well how would someone oh I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just I appreciate what you're doing. And I would actually love to add this podcast to our list of resources because I do think it's a tremendous resource for people to be able to learn about another another place where people can learn about financial well-being. And Absolutely. Business. Would love that. Well, how would someone go about getting in touch with you or Doc Working and try and, you know, access some of these resources that you've put together? The website is docworking.com and our podcast is docworking, the whole physician podcast. People and can reach me at jen at docworking.com and it's D-O-C-W-O-R-K-I-N-G. Perfect. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope I can get you back on here later and just talk about some of the progress that you've made and bringing even more resources to everybody. 